0: Patty's Green, 39th, and Landis in Sea Isle here for the J.C. Kelsey event. And, of course, the proceeds coming today to the Eagles Autism Foundation. We'll get back to the phone lines here in our conversation by the Eagles, Mount Rushmore, you know, who belongs on there alongside Brian Dawkins and Reggie White and J.C. Kelsey. And is it Andy or is it Howie? I say Howie, Hugh says Andy. We'll get back to all that. I know there's a lot of people out there upset at Hugh's take on Nick Foles, so we'll also touch on that again. But Don't, don't care. I know you don't, and I, and I, <laughs> don't I, care. I can't wait to talk about it. But Right now we have to welcome in our guest, Elliot Shoreparks, who was uh, co-host what of up? the morning show today. So he was What's part of the on? beginning of this. How are we doing,
1: Elliot? Good. Last time I was here, Jason Kelsey was chugging 30 ounces of beer in my face. So yes. A little so, bit of a
0: different vibe. So give me your perspective as, as Seltzer's Go Birds podcast partner on... Their performance. I feel like, you know how the betting market shifts sometimes then it goes back the other way? Yep. It, I mean, all the steam was on Seltzer. It made Kelsey the underdog. And then you watch that battle and you're like, yeah, they got it wrong this time. So, <laughs> to me,
1: it reminded me a little bit of the Super Bowl because everyone thinks that field is wet and that's why the Eagles lost. I think them pulling out a 30-ounce mug out of nowhere without James knowing was unfair surprise, surprise it was completely unfair all week there was talks of a red solo cup that was what the the rules stipulated and i'm not blaming jason for this jason wasn't involved but if i'm james i'm not considering that a loss there's a major asterisk there it was it was unfair
2: so you're mad because he he could like it, it was supposed to be a solo cup and he couldn't chug the whole thing yeah. if, you, if you're a drinker you're a drinker man that's, a drinker, that's 30 excuse. ounces like that's that, that is absurd I, I guarantee you everybody down here would agree with me if you a drinker, you drink. A drinker drinks. Can I get a yeah. Can I get a hand for that? Yeah. Drinkers drink. ain't I no excuses. A, yeah. I might
1: do a 30 ounce after this hit, but I'm saying if I'm gonna <laughs> chug. Like chugging is not thirty
2: ounces. That's absurd. Where would you go to school? Did y'all play these beer games in school? No, it would have taken me two
1: hours to finish that. Beer. Two oh, hours. See, yeah. He went to a private school. That's yeah. what that. That's nah, that I'm, private school yeah. education. Make it an espresso martini, maybe I'll throw it down. But the the the, the, the heavy beer is
0: not for me. Hugh, you also asked the, the right crowd when you wanted to cheer. Their drinkers drink. It's it's eleven a.m. right at bar. This no, is this is, yeah. is the right this, crowd to ask. This Everyone is, here knows. This is
2: the the weekend has officially started on Wednesday. Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it star started yesterday. I
1: will say though that although James did do great, watching Jason do, chug that beer was unbelievable. Like he took that thing down like it was a little like a, he was a Dixie zone. cup
2: of water. He something. was not going to lose that. He, he wasn't. was not going to lose. You could that.
1: tell he was ready. He had his elbows ready. He had the you know he had his stance right. And uh, yeah, that's he,
0: why we drafted He dominated. I think From there was like that. Too much talk about Seltzer winning. Yeah, I think it actually worked in Kelsey's favor. It turned
1: too much. It did. It was like remember before the Eagles Giants game where initially it was, oh, the Eagles are going to win. And then it was like, well, the Giants are kind of frisky and they just beat Minnesota and Hurts is... No, at the end of the day, the Eagles just dominated the Giants.
0: Yeah, I think we outthought ourselves. Like, we have a Hall of Fame offensive lineman against a, a, a sports radio guy. He like, did well, <laughs> though. You know, he did. did he well. did. he my, did. That's my
1: podcast guy. I can't, you know, can't rip him too much. No,
0: he did a good job, and that, it was fun to watch. You go check it out. It's on Facebook Live if you want to go if you missed it earlier. All right, Elliot, a couple things to, to hit her, and we'll get to the Tobias stuff. We wanted to wait for you to talk about the Tobias Crumble Cookie thing. The truth thing. you
2: told? Well, uh, in, in
0: a sense. So we'll get to that, but.
2: Why, why, why did Kyle pick the worst pitcher he could pick for the – uh, no, 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 that's not our
0: Twitter account, Hugh. Not our Twitter account. <laughs> oh, we got, we got photos of you yes. out there? All right.
2: The Elliot. Worst, the worst pitcher. That's so how it always goes. blame the internet, not me, dude. Yeah,
0: I that's not it. our fault. So a couple of things we want to throw at you. Eagles stuff, we're debating Mount Rushmore with Eagles. I, we'll get to that next. But th- this kind of organically came into our conversation today. Elliot, if you had one game to win yeah. and you could pick any Eagles quarterback in their prime, like you, the, the best version of themselves – which quarterback are you handing the ball to?
1: So, you know you just said you think we overthought it with James and uh, Jason Kelsey? Mm-hmm. It is overthinking it to not just pick the best quarterback. And the best quarterback is Donovan McNabb. If I had to pick one quarterback to win one game in the history of the Eagles, I am taking Donovan McNabb 10 out of 10 times. And honestly, I would probably take Jalen Hurts before I would take Nick Foles Wow, as well. Nick Foles was awesome. Unbelievable. It was two games. Two games. It's an extremely small sample size. Donovan was clutch year after year after year after year in the playoffs. They didn't win the Super Bowl, is what it is. But he was a better quarterback than Nick Foles, and that's how you make decisions. You pick the most talented player. <laughs> but we
0: are going for small sample, right? <laughs> it's heard, one game. Like said, I, I don't need a body of work. I need one decision.
1: I need one game, though. Like What, what oh, okay. do I care about oh, a right? body of so work? Right, so take the most talented one. Who's more likely to play well based on their career, McNabb or Foles?
0: My eyes tell me Nick Foles. No, no, what do the stats tell you? Well, the highest pass rating in Eagles history belongs to Nick Foles. Regular season. Regular season.
2: This is how you get it, Valley. This is how you get it. You got to break it down for a small sample size for Joe. Joe, how did you feel going into every playoff game when Nick Foles was a quarterback after they played the Atlanta They were an
0: underdog Uh, in every game. I I know. I, I felt... Better each round, to be honest. I felt bad so, at the first, and then it grew. It grew. I, I thought they'd beat Atlanta, but I was wary about Foles. Okay, I they thought are. they'd beat Minnesota, but I thought it'd be tight and low scoring. And then I thought they would definitely beat the Patriots. But I got, see, I got more confident. You
2: were, you were worried. I ain't trying to play with no quarterback while I don't know what I'm going to get. You, that's like shooting you think dice. No, what, wait a second. You
0: guys think no one here is worried about Donovan heading its NFC title games? No, let's be real. not at the honest. beginning. Let's be
2: honest. In the beginning, going into title games, you felt good about the team. Yes. Yes. And then the outcome, like, because in the, in, in the NFC Championship game against Tampa Bay, you couldn't have told me we were losing that game. Well, no
0: one believed that. Let right me ask It was ask just you like, this. wow. Let
2: me ask you this, Joe. If they would have lost to the
1: Falcons, Vikings, or Patriots, what would the reaction have been?
0: Well, the reaction would have been that Foles wasn't good enough. If okay. Wentz was healthy, Had it would have been different. All that kind of stuff. What's the
1: reaction from McNabb losing those games? It's that he wasn't—he wasn't clutch, right? It's because he's better. The expectations were higher from him. Foles was playing with house money, and he played great, you and hear, he deserves the, that you statue You that logic. Out there. He bring it to the table. But, but McNabb went into games with the expectation yeah. of carrying the team. Right. Foles was, and he played great. Foles was along for the ride much more than McNabb was.
2: Damn, he, Wait, he broke it down you, like that.
1: Okay, along, okay, ESP. Along for the ride, he was a Super Bowl MVP. Along for the ride. right. he was. A, but I'm saying they won because of that team as a whole. McNabb had worst offensive weapons. The only year he had one good offensive weapon, he went all the way to the Super Bowl and he lost. But he went all yeah. the way to the Super Bowl. Those other years, he didn't have good weapons.
0: But he had a better defense that helped carry him at times too. I mean, come on. Well, what little- about
1: that Falcons game? Right, and that game, yes, but... the in uh, the and defense in the championship game
0: gave up seven points. But what about the Super Bowl? Like, Nick Foles yeah, well, had so to carry game. the team. That's what I'm saying, one game. Know, but overall, the, the, I mean, think about it. The Eagles that had Donovan, that defense, Donovan could have games where he went 9 of 18 for 150 yards. They won the game. N- Nick... Needed two big games to win. Nick needed one big game. Well, he played two big games, right? right. He needed one big game. Yeah. All right, so you would take Donovan.
2: Yes. He, he was on Vic. What do you think about Mike, that? Take, wow. Okay. Wait a minute. I said, see, see, see how you do? See how you do? I said I'll take Vic over foes. That's what I said.
1: Um, I mean, Vic is a more talented player. And I think in today's NFL, he would be even better than he was. The Probably. only issue with Vic is he is pretty reckless with the ball. Mm-hmm. And he's reckless with his body. So that one's closer for me. I would probably take Foles. Then you got to give it to Foles that... You know,
2: he he has had Man, listen, I, Nick Foles I, I I appreciate everything that he's done, but if we're talking about one game, one game, he is not my quarterback. Well, he
0: played the most important game. No, in he did. Franchise no, no history. and I'm not
2: taking that away from him. He did. He played the absolute most important game in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles. But if we are just talking about one random game, he is not my guy.
0: All right, Elliot. Or Mount Rushmore. Uh, you could give your Mount Rushmore after, but just our debate we started off with was Howie or Andy. If you had if you had to pick one for the Eagles Mount Rushmore, Who would you pick? Man, it's a great question because I
1: think they're so intertwined in a lot of ways. Uh, I'll preface this by saying they're both on my Mount Rushmore. But if I have to just pick one, I think it's Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman has oversaw the best stretch in franchise history with the Super Bowl last year and then the Super Bowl in 2017. The early 2000s are certainly right up there. But Howie won a Super Bowl. And, and andy didn't Super
2: Bowl I, trumps everything
1: i also think if i had to pick one to start my team with i'm picking howie as good as andy is and he is a great coach howie can impact the team in so many ways he can hire a great head coach he can impact the draft he can impact free agency and i think the eagles turning into what they have become which is you know i don't want to say juggernaut but they're they're running at all clicking at high levels that's howie so no, he, he I lost, think of the two, two the I would head, have to though. take Howie.
2: I was witting with the quarterback thing, but now he just see he
0: just it's, not, it's now he's on the right side of the debate. Yeah, he he came to <laughs> the right Andy, side.
2: But Andy.
1: Andy's close. I mean, again, they're both on my Mount Rushmores. But I think Howie ultimately, like you can tell the history of the. Uh, here's a way to put it: If you were telling the history of the Eagles, is it easier to tell it without Howie or without Andy?
2: Without Andy.
0: It's right. e- I agree with you. It's easier to tell it without Andy because you need the no, Super I mean, Bowl victory. No, it's easier to tell
2: it without Howie. My fault.
1: I, well, I, you're going to start with the Super Bowl. And the, no, the
2: you're going to start with gonna, Nick Foles raising gonna, the trophy. But I'm just, just bringing that up. You're going to start with Andy and the foundation that he laid. What's the problem with the Sixers right now? A lot. Yeah, there's no, a no, lot. There's no, no, there's the? not that many problems. Not that are you the s- problem
1: is they got Boston.
2: If they would have gotten Denver schedule, we'd be having a parade How many drafts? Who do we draft last week? Nobody. Who we drafted next year?
0: I mean, I don't know, but probably nothing Ain't of nobody. significance. Yeah,
1: yeah well, Come they on, have one of the best rosters in the NBA. Draft you, picks wouldn't even be You know be what?
2: I, I went down that road. I forgot who I was talking to yeah. you. Yeah. Let me go ahead and back this train on. All now. right,
0: back, back <laughs> uh, So So you think you
2: would start the history of the Eagles with Andy? Like, the the story, Hugh. Me. The yeah. story of the Philadelphia Eagles starts with Andy Reid. Why? Because of the foundation that he laid that Howie followed. He fo- Howie is following Andy Reid's template. I, Howie, agree. I agree with that. Howie was put in the closet. Chip Kelly put Howie in the closet. He did. And and he, was, he fell out of grace. Howie learned from that mistake that he made, and he never looked back. Well, I think to your point,
1: um, it's like if you look at a beautiful house, Howie might have built the house. But I agree, the foundation is Andy. Andy taught him about the offensive line, the defensive line. Those are all truths. But at the end of the day, if I had to write one sentence about the Philadelphia Eagles, it is not – Andy oversaw a great stretch
2: in the 2000s. It
1: is Howie Roseman built a Super Bowl t- winner in the
2: first one in franchise history. But Andy, it, but how, um, Howie is following the culture that Andy implemented. So that that's how I, I see it. That's how I look at it. Because if, if there's no if there's no Andy here to make those mistakes, there's no Howie. It's kind of crazy when you but think who's about had it. had more guys? success? Because he's learned from Andy's mistakes. No, I agree. He's learned yeah. from him. It's, but ultimately, it's Howie. Howie's how had, had more success. success. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how, you're talking about here in Philadelphia yeah, well, yeah, he, as well in, he's in, had, as in total. Well,
0: well, in total it's now Andy because he just <laughs> – I mean, last year in the Super Bowl was kind of a tiebreaker for that You right? Andy versus Howie. Andy right. beat Howie's team in the Super Bowl, so that, that pushes it to Andy. But isn't it kind of crazy, guys, that they've had in the last 20-something years one of the greatest coaches of all time, one of the greatest executives of all time, but they didn't win with the two of them together. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. weird. They're both going to end up in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Andy's obviously in the Hall of Fame. And I think Howie's going to end up there, too. Howie's in the Hall of Fame if they win that game, in my opinion. I agree.
2: Two, two times that dude.
0: Yeah. And it's not over. I mean, the other part about Howie Elliot, is, as an executive, and he started so young, Like he's got a runway of, I don't know, maybe 20 more years well, if he wants to.
1: That's why I think the two people we're talking about are probably the most probably the two most valuable assets in the NFL. Like Patrick Mahomes is certainly there. He's a great quarterback. He's the best quarterback. But if I'm starting a team, out of every single player, head coach, and GM, I think Howie and, uh, and Andy are probably picks one and two. You get the best, best coach and the best GM. But Mahomes. I'm taking a head coach and a GM over a quarterback every time.
0: But they can, last longer. There's no health implications. Well, that's, that's true. But you could also get a coach to coach Mahomes, and he still won a lot of games, right? Pey- Peyton Manning, I mean, he, he went to a Super Bowl with Jim Caldwell. Yeah, but Andy's
1: won everywhere he's been.
0: I, I agree. I mean, right. it's, yeah, I mean th- that's why this is such an issue. All right, let's get to the Tobias Harris stuff. I can't wait to what Elliot has to say about this. So, Tair, let's play this. This was Tobias Harris yesterday um, talking about, really, all of us uh, and, casu- as he would call it, casual Sixers fans and uh, uh, kind of ascertaining his own value. Here was Tobias Harris yesterday
2: trade speculation casual Sixers fans they'll trade before a crumble cookie but at the end of the day you know they have to realize like you're not getting a 6-9 forward back who can you know damn near shoot 40 percent from three guard other teams best best player shoot post-up drive play 70 plus games a year all
0: right listen number one I'm going to get frustrated here I would trade Tobias Harris for a crumble cookie if it's, well, that, it's, would, a, if, that would be a bad trade well it'd be a well their
2: cookies are pretty good. I mean, I know so he is Tobias. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't had a Chromele cookie. You but I want it? one.
0: Yeah. Well, you, I'm, I, it's actually probably helped their business. I know he's like uh, he's got investment in that. But I would trade him for the cookie. The second thing is, I mean, what is he talking about? That you can't find players like him. He first of all, when was the last time Tobias ever guarded the other team's best? So player? that part he was wrong. Ridiculous. About. I agree. With you that. could tell his, you could tell his dad's nonsense two days ago. He he believes this stuff. Like he's six nine.
2: Okay, he can shoot a little bit.
0: Yeah like you can find
2: He had me with the 70 games. You but. can
0: find play the NBA today shooting 30 something percent from 3 isn't something you write home about. They all do that. Well, I, like don't think, I don't think do they,
1: I don't think they all do that. Number 1. But number 2, if Tobias is such an easy commodity, why did he get a max contract? Well, the Sixers made a mistake. Okay, but do you agree in free agency are generally worth what you get paid? Like the market dictates what you're worth, right? So yeah, he timing, got paid that yeah. contract and Tobias on this team is not asked to do a lot. So I agree that Tobias is overpaid based off his role. I would not want Tobias as a top 2 or 3 player on a championship team. But Tobias is correct. He's a good three-point shooter. He is a somewhat decent iso player. He plays his role. It's not easy to find guys like Tobias. The issue is Tobias makes a lot of money. See, but that, that is
0: a major issue in a salary cap. But that's not Tobias's fault. No, but it's but he doesn't get it. Like we're not judging him. No one ever said he's a bad basketball player. But he's you said you trade him for a cookie. Because it would take his money off the books. Okay, that, so you and, must not think he's that good at basketball unless you think this cookie with, is gonna start.
2: But see, that's why I'm at with it too, because and, and you have to you have to read the comments when they talk about this Tobias Harris story because that's exactly what people were saying. They said you're not a bad player, it's just that your contract is hindering us from going out and getting other people. Like, and that's the way that I feel about it. Tobias Harris is a guy on a team that, that we 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 need somebody Outside of James Harden, I know how you feel about James Harden, I, and you know how I feel about him, but yeah. I, I think that that's what the issue is with Tobias Harris. I just want him gone because I, I want Tyrese Maxey to be here, and I wish we could make some other moves, but that that's it.
0: Well, it it's just but, a, but, Elliot, I think it's a bad look from Tobias. Like, he's almost demeaning fans who are frustrated at the team and his contract. Like, Don't tell me, like don't, me, like, don't See, try to make is, yourself be better than you are. I, we all know what he is as a player. We all know it. But he's an average is, basketball player. This is where we go down that path of
1: not wanting athletes to tell the truth and just wanting them to say what we want them to say. What's Tobias supposed to get up there and say, hey, everybody, sorry I suck But they gave me all that money? That's not how he feels. He's a professional. He's play, like he's talking about himself. If someone asked you to describe yourself, you wouldn't get up there and rip yourself, ultimately. So at the end of the day, yes, it is what he's saying going to go over well with the fans? No, of course not. The Sixers, nothing the Sixers are going to do right now is going to come go off well. Everybody's mad at them. Everyone's mad at Joel. Everyone's mad at Joel one's mad at tobias but that doesn't change the fact that what tobias said is mostly true we're just mad at him right now because of how the playoffs went
0: 66 players in the league last year shot 38 percent from three how many are six-nine? i can look i would say maybe a third of those okay so now we're already down to 33 right. yeah but like this is not an, a crazy thing like every team has one or two of these guys that's mad okay that's yeah. a pr- somewhat valuable commodity if you have one or two on every team right but it's not rare like it's not like 10 20 years ago 6-9 could defend shoot like wow they all come in the league they could do this now just, It's just yeah. it's, it's not moving me to so like, you would agree that tobias has a
1: skill set that's important in the nba
0: no not, not well, you just said all players do it's
1: it. a replicable
0: skill that's right. what i mean so because for 38 said, million dollars like get so that, him out of see, here that's the thing he, and he, i it's would the,
1: trade
2: it's the money i would
1: trade him to be clear if you could trade him for a better player i would absolutely do that but this idea that they have to get rid of him they were one of the best teams in the AM- nba last year they were this close to beating boston and in my opinion they would have won the title if that happened if so the sixers show, are James, not in a position where they need to blow it up they don't have to get rid of tobias would you trade him for something better of course but you can make that argument for every player in the nba if the sixers run it back they are legit title contenders
2: do you know six chromo cookies cost like 40 bucks they Maybe better, th- be that's good. why
0: the move would work with the, one of the Tobias contract. Yeah. Six crumble
2: cookies. I look well, they're big. What do you
1: think's worth more Tobias's or All of crumble cookies.
2: <laughs> it's I, a good. That's I, a good so, question. Uh, gr- they better be some damn good cookies. <laughs> well, yeah, for that money. For three, with the free advertising, like, that's like $3 now. a cookie. Yeah,
0: yeah. I've ha- I got them once. They're, they're pretty good. No, well, they're better. Cookies for $3, than for Tobias $3, Joe, they better be, they better be damn good. It's almost like it's like six cookies. Cause they're like a double cookie they are not Three, just $3? I'm just saying they're not it's not like a normal size cookie. I don't cookie. like the double cookies. Like they're too much
1: for me. Just Give want- me a regular cookie
0: like a regular like chip like cookie yeah, yeah, that's, that's like kind of cookies small. that have like small. peanut butter that's cups kind, that's that's caramel. like
1: that's not a cookie That's like a mini pie so what do you like... think you think of chocolate <laughs> chip <laughs> a yeah a chocolate, chocolate chip, chip pie. yeah
2: yeah standard
0: chocolate chip they, cookie. they are fact, warm, cookies, though. Were
2: cookies they are warm <laughs> they come warm though i did see that they <laughs> yeah those are pretty good
0: all right Elliot, where uh give us your, your updated feeling i think i know it already on james harden as we are you surprised that the opt-out has not been exercised this is it is interesting it's kind of weird
1: yeah it's very interesting um i think the market is not there for james harden like he expected when i think early throughout or i shouldn't say early throughout the regular season he thought that houston was gonna give him a big deal that's clearly not happening and i think the sixers are in some ways uh negotiating against themselves i think daryl morey probably deserves a lot of credit and we haven't seen the final deal yet but if he can get james harden back on two years 80 million two years 85 it's a phenomenal deal for the Sixers. So my guess is he will be back. Uh, the number I'm looking at is does it get up to 47 a year? That's where I would get a, a little worried. <sighs> but if you can keep it at 38, 39, 40, yeah, I, I, I think that's,
0: that's what's going to happen. What about the years? I mean, that, that's, that matters more to me because he, he does kind of control one year of this, right? He could just opt in. So yeah. So in, in his perspective, if you're not giving me more than one, I'm, I'm just going to opt well, in. Well, let
1: me ask you guys this. Do you think – would you rather have him opt in – so you have him for one year, or sign him at two years, where you then own his rights
0: the following a Tradable year. asset the year right. after?
2: Yeah, tradable asset, that's what I'm thinking. So
0: I kind of think two years is better. Unless you just plan on keeping Tobias, because then you can clear both of them in a year, right? You can clear 80 million in well, cap space. Well, then you're really
1: all in on trying to win, keeping Tobias. Yeah,
0: well, I'm just saying you can clear 80 million in cap
1: right. space well, after I, I season. Well, I think that's what's interesting, too. If Tobias... So let's say they know Harden is going to opt-in. I think Tobias becomes more valuable because at that point, Tobias is an expiring deal. And if you have both Tobias and James Harden, uh, to your point, uh, you know coming off the books next year, then you legit can kind of remake this team if you want to.
0: Yeah, you could. It, it's going to be interesting. So a couple more days for, uh, I think it's tomorrow. Or f- tomorrow, I think it is the opt-in date for uh, for James Harden. We shall see. All right, Elliot, what are you, uh, you? Are you done for the day now? I'm just hanging around. Yeah. So, I mean, I can
1: come You're I You about to come get back. that 30-ounce can... beer and come hang out with him? <laughs> if I had a 30-ounce beer, I'd be asleep by 1 o'clock. <laughs>
0: Well, James House just walked by. He's he's alive after his 30-ounce spear, which yeah. I'm not
2: surprised at. He's fine. All right, Elliot, we appreciate I'm surprised it. he's still showing his face after that showing uh, that he had. He's
0: here. He is back. All right, Elliot, we appreciate you hopping on. Right, Elliot Shore Parks there.